Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. GearNetwork.com This is a Gear Network production. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're looking to support this podcast and this network, visit shopgear.com. That's shopgere.com. It will take you right to amazon.com to your Amazon account and you can do all of your Amazon shopping. The difference is using our link versus going to Amazon's link is that you are telling Amazon that Gear Network referred you and they end up giving us a small percentage of your purchase, which helps out this program and this network entirely. And of course, if Amazon's not your thing, it's understandable. On gearnetwork.com, G-E-R-E network.com, if you click on the bot on the top bar that says donate to gear, there's uh, several different PayPal buttons. You can donate uh, to us as well if Amazon isn't your thing. Your support is vital to helping the Gear Network maintain this programming, this quality programming, and continuing our growth through the year. As always, thank you very much for your support and your listens and your downloads and your likes and your shares from all of us here at the Gear Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Better Live Than Dead podcast. Call recording is on. This is the podcast, BLTD 128. We are driving through the East Pass out here in Henrietta, and we're about to get out on the throughway. We're going to talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about. This is the unfiltered podcast. But hey, unfiltered podcast. This is the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. This is the. Uh... You forgot the words? No, I just uh, I just Gotta wanted to say something really dumb. And then it just kind of came out and made myself sound dumb. Well, hey, I'm Ryan Wolf at Wolf BLTD. Brayton is at BJ Wilson WGR. We are Hi. on a podcast. I'm driving my car on the CarCast. CarCast again. Um, you know, I don't. You, you mentioned in the other podcast talking about your best road rage stories. I don't know if I have a good one. I did. I have uh, cut people off and flipped people off, but I've never gotten in like a fight or anything. I don't know. Do you have any good stories? Well, I mean, obviously mine is not going to be anything like the the white trash videos that you see a guy come out and he's, like, punching the windows out of your car and, like, yelling, like, get out of the car! And then, like, the dude gets out and he's, like, ten times your size and he kicks the shit out of you. But it's, like, my probably my worst road rage story is there was this one time that I'm driving on the 90 heading back home to, to you know, the boonies down in Springville. And, um... There was this. There was this one person behind me. This was probably at like eight thirty at night. It's raining, so it's it's not good road conditions. And this person comes up behind me, and um, like I'm I'm going the speed limit. I'm not going over like not going super far over the speed limit. I'm not going too slow, but I'm going the speed limit. And this person comes up behind me, and they flash their brights at me in the rear view. So like. I'm getting like completely blinded by what they're doing. And all, the reason that they did it was because they were like, get over. And I'm like, how am I supposed to get over? I can't get any further in front of me. There's people next to me. Like, what do you want me to do? So then finally, this person finds the route to go around and then gets around me. And then 
I got pissed and I was just like, well, you know what? Screw you. So I sped back up. I found a way to get right behind them and I got right up it right up on their tail end and then flashed the beams on them and just followed that person until they went off under the 90 and I went to the 219. And I felt really good about myself after that. I was just like, yeah. Oh, there's a police car right up here. So, Brayton, you can continue talking for a second. Uh, I don't even know what to say. Oh, there it goes. There oh, he's go. gonna He's going to go get somebody. Get go him. get him. Get him, Paul. Get him. Oh, he's got the lights on. Who's he, who's he waiting for us? Who's he pulling over? I don't know. Not me. I don't know. Maybe he, maybe we're going to get pulled over. Nope. Nope. There he goes. He's he gone. Anyways, my favorite my favorite uh, road rage. I don't really participate much in the road rage because I'm not a mad driver. I don't know. But what I do like to do is uh, I often will. Um, I like to pa- I like to passive aggressively drive. Where if I'm driving, you know, because I don't I don't usually go slow on the throughway. I go like if the speed limit's 65, I'll go 73. Right. Fair enough. Yeah, exactly. And if I'm passing cars in the left lane, and then a car comes up behind me super fast, and they're like tailgating me like hard as hell, I'll I'll slow down, purposefully. Or I will, I don't brake check people because I don't want to get slammed into. But I'll, I'll purposely drive, purposefully drive slow just to get my point across that, hey, you're being an asshole. Although I do have a funny story about that, about the flashing lights. I did have, um, one time I was driving to work and a guy was just, he was probably 40, 50 yards behind me, approaching rapidly, flashing his high beams, just yep. trying to get me to move out of the way. Yep. I, I waited till the last second and moved. Blew by me. Half a mile down the road, pulled over. Good. Suck it, bitch. That's how I feel, you know? I think people who drive like assholes need to be treated like assholes. Yep. That's my opinion. Yep. There, and, and I think one thing that you may not learn, but there's, uh, or you may learn one of these days, if you're ever driving out in the Springville Boonie Ways, there are people that are idiots out in the boonies that, you know, think that they could just do whatever the hell they want to do on an expressway. So one day I was driving on the 219 heading south and um, there and, you know, I'm in the left or the right lane. There's another person in the left lane that's trying to pass me. But I mean, again, I'm not going super slow. I'm going, you know, I mean, 65 there. So I'm probably going, you know, 69 miles an hour. Nice. And uh, yes, yes. Very nice. Very nice. And uh, so this person's trying to pass me. Then there's this idiot in a truck. He, um, you know, one of those guys that, you know, lifts up the truck, gets the big stupid monster truck tires for whatever fucking reason that they want to do it. And next thing you know, they're driving on the shoulder, passing both of us. Passing both of us. They're driving on the shoulder, going around, and then they just go. And it's... It's that kind of shit that happens out in the boonies that's that, just like, what are you doing? That does sound about right. Um, I don't know. I just... No laws out in the, the neck look at this of the truck. woods. Look at this truck. Bye. Dude, you're going probably 85. Why? I don't understand that at all. Like, my ideal driving speed is anywhere between, like, 69 miles an hour and 72, especially on, like, a throughway or an expressway or something like Not that. Not even ironically. Like, just... 
No, it's just it's comfortable for me, and it's not you know I'm not going to over the limit <laughs> that much. It's just like, but yeah, I don't want to go over too much and then get caught and get the ticket or anything like that because cops and run your everything and nowadays. You have right. Warrants and you'll go to prison. And well, I mean, I, I don't think I have anything against my record. That's more than just <laughs> you know just a few parking tickets. But Good job. but still, it's just like you don't want to you don't want to screw yourself over to the point where you get one speeding ticket and then that's going to be on your record for a while. And the I next mean, thing I, you know, I once, got a, I once got a speeding ticket for going seventy two and a fifty five because I didn't realize it was a fifty five. Mm. And then the cop said, "Why are you going so fast? You late or something?" I said, "No, nah, man, I'm just cruising." And then the ticket actually said on the ticket. Nah, man, I'm just cruising. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck, dude." Damn. But they they knocked it down to a moving violation. And it only cost me like 180 bucks to pay. It's not bad. Court fees and shit, you know. But um, I do want to talk about something very near and dear to my heart. The Boston Red Sox won the World Series, uh, and they did it in convincing fashion. Uh, and I mention this because Brayton, who uh, Brayton was staying in Chautauqua Lake with myself. Mrs. Hot Takes, Pete's Queen, and our wonderful friend, Shenny, who people of the podcast, if you know Shenny, you are so blessed. So blessed to know Shenny. And Brayton imbibed a little, had a couple soda soda pops. Yeah. And started just kind of angrily yelling about the Boston Red Sox <laughs> and how the Houston Astros were better. A few too many wobbly pops. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, for sure. It was, it was really, it was a good time to be had for all. <coughs> But, um, yeah, the Boston Red Sox, World Series champions, everything that they did this year worked out perfectly. I mean, that's the one thing where, you know, sometimes they say they're teams of destiny. We're like, in, like when the Red Sox, when, when uh, the bombing happened in Boston, they had Boston strong. That was like a team of destiny. Like, right, yeah. There was nothing that was going to stop them from winning. Um, I mean, when David, when David Ortiz goes into the middle of the, you know, the crowd and in front of the TV. fans and national TV and says, "This is our fucking city," yeah. like that's that, that that's just like okay, that's that's fine, that's understandable. Exactly. Absolutely, it's like what Houston did last year when they had a hurricane. They rallied around the team and said, "You know, we're gonna we're doing this for the city." Like that's cool stuff. But this year, the Red Sox were just unstoppable. Yes, they were dominant. Spring yes, training, I understand. Regular season, post yeah, season. yeah. And yeah. Not only, not only the thing is, not only did they play well and have great coaching, but like Alex Cora, every button Alex Cora pushed seemed to work. Steve Pierce got hurt, or not Steve Pierce. Got, Mitch Moreland got hurt. They put in Steve Pierce. He ends up being the World Series MVP. David Price. They say, you know what? After this bad start against the Yankees, we're going to stick with them. We got faith in him. He goes out and dominates, and is one of the best. He should have won the MVP of the of the World Series, in my humble opinion. But. Um, I think it should have been David Price. I think David Price should have won the MVP, absolutely. Steve Steve Pierce got the MVP. David Price should have got the MVP. It is what it is. Um, and, you know, it's cool, too, because most of the team should stick around. I think Craig Kimbrell probably ends up going somewhere else. they got to get Mookie Betts re-signed, who has not wanted to yet sign a long-term deal. But I think once Bryce Harper signs his $330 million contract with the Yankees or whatever, then the market will be set for Mookie Betts, and we move forward from there. But it's weird that baseball's over, though, because I, the, out of all the years, too, where I usually get really hardcore into baseball, like this year it wasn't it wasn't that way. I mean, life has been kind of busy. It's too long of a season. Well, life has been kind of busy, and I always seem to find a way to to make it work. Like you don't you, you don't start a season in March. Like they did this year. No. A- and finally, they got the right picture, and they got the idea that 
baseball should be over in October, not November. But end it in mid-October. End it in early October. Cut the season down by 20 games. I think they need it to play like 100. It is ridiculously too long. 162 games is is a it's a nightmare for me. I mean, I think you probably could play like 140, 145 games, and you're totally fine. 140 is fine. Um, just because when I think with September, it really should honestly be uh, September. Like September is because September baseball is intense. Yeah. And, like, you, you have the season end in September, playoffs in October. I mean, that's kind of how it is now, actually. Never mind. Early September. Season ends, like, August, dog days of summer. Trade deadlines in July. August, you, you win the pennant. September, the season's over, and then the playoffs start. So you finish the season early October. Win the division in August, you mean? Late August, you win the division? Yeah. Said win, the, win the pennant. Sorry. Yeah. Thank you. No, I... I, I like that idea. I like the idea of having I, I like the idea of still having meaningful baseball in September. That's the regular season. But start the playoffs in mid September. Well, and then by like the what, time that it's the early October, that's the World Series. Do exactly, that's fall baseball. Do exactly what they do in the minors. Where the first week of September, the season's over, regular season's over. Right. And then the the you know the champion by mid September. Yep. That's perfect. Because you still get good games, still have good days. I mean, I like it that, you know, baseball overlaps into hockey, so, like, now hockey season's just starting for me. Right. Like, football's been trash. We talked about that on Trust the Podcast. But <laughs> yeah, it's been a terrible I mean, it's, season. It's just been, it's been, it's been different. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. This person's coming up to me quick, man. Jesus. These are the kind of people I hate. Just, like, pass me. Carcast. Exactly. We're gonna do a video cast, but oh, excuse me, I have like really painful burps right now. It's weird. Please picking her nose. Pick me a winner, bro. I think I ran out of things to talk about already. <laughs> Man, we we started up this podcast. It's just like, oh yeah, this is gonna be. Good. Oh, we're done already. Twelve twelve minutes into the Better Life Than Dead podcast, one twenty eight. We're 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 dying. You know what? So, I, so I, we I, talked about the Red Sox. Well, I got a question for you. We don't want to mention the the Bills. Well, no, I do want to mention the Bills, but I have a question for you. Okay, what's your question? Is Patrick Mahomes your MVP? Yeah, I think it's Mahomes, or I think it's Gurley. But the question I have with with Mahomes, like I, I talk with John about this and trust the podcast, mm-hmm. so I'll bring it up and I'll ask you. The Bills had the opportunity to draft Pat Mahomes. We know that the Bills traded the pick, ended up getting Tre'Davious White. The Chiefs end up getting Pat Mahomes. Yep. It's a different system, different coaching, so I understand that much. But there's talent clearly there. Yeah, sure. Does it worry you that the Buffalo Bills, whether or not they, they – maybe they didn't see the talent, which is terrifying, one. Or maybe they saw the talent and said, we don't think he'll fit in our system. Do either of those terrify you or do you think that – I just don't – I guess I really don't know the question I'm trying to ask. You. Like, I, I, I think I know what – Is it just terrifying? Right. Is it terrifying to think that the Bills might have missed something huge here and then went and got Josh Allen, who we still don't know if he's going to be a huge thing, but but the signs right now are troublesome. They're, they're a little worrying. I think personally that – when you, yeah, I know. I'm looking at that. There's a car that's backwards. Looks like there was an accident. But anyway, the thing that I worry about with this whole thing with Patrick Mahomes is you see how you see how things work with how the with, hell with does the. That happen? I don't know. I don't know. It was very weird. 
But um, back to the Mahomes point, when what you're asking with the are you worried that they didn't see the talent or they evaluated and thought that it didn't fit? I think if they didn't see the talent in Patrick Mahomes, that's that's a big, big red flag. I think that would be the more worrying part of it. If it was more of just like, a, well, we didn't, we don't think he would fit in our system, then you say, okay, I guess so, but then what is Josh Allen to you then? Because he's, we, and, and he's the one- almost the exact same quarterback except, uh, like, Allen has, I think, more accuracy issues than Mahomes. And the one thing, too, that I, I worry is that are the Bills, because, again, you know, John mentioned they have the picks, they have the money. That is correct. Yes. But you have to trust their ability to to spend that money wisely mm-hmm. and properly and make those picks the right way. Yeah. So my worry is that the maybe I'm just too pessimistic because I'm too much of a Bills fan at this point in time in my life. I've been beaten over the head numerous times with this team is that if they if if they didn't like you said if they didn't recognize the talent in Pat Mahomes, that's really bad. But that's one thing. Yeah. But if you look at a guy like Pat Mahomes and say, look at the type of quarterback he is, he doesn't fit our system. First off, what are the odds that Sean McDermott would is going to outlast Pat Mahomes? Probably slim to none. Right. Let's be honest. Right. But why why can't you look at a quarterback like Pat Mahomes and say we can speed up our rebuild by a year, get a talented quarterback like Pat Mahomes? We may have to adjust our system around him, but let's do it. And that's the one thing I worry about is that, you know, hey, if they look at Pat Mahomes or any talented player and say, hey, this guy might not fit our system uh, because, you know, the way he plays, whatever, it it doesn't cater well Mm -hmm. to us, but we'll change our system for him. And the Bills don't seem very apt to doing that, which, no. which terrifies me. Yeah, and, and you look at the way that they've kind of built this team over the years. Like, granted, making the playoffs was a huge thing. Getting that big monkey off your back, that's huge. It's it's a relief to not only the organization, but it's a relief for the fans. It's a relief in the national spotlight where it's like, oh, you're not the laughing stock of the uh, entire sports world anymore. That's awesome. But... You, you take a quarterback like Tyrod Taylor who, yeah, you know, he he's not going to turn the ball over. He's a guy that will check down a lot, but he was a guy that still threw the ball. He's not like he he was a guy that didn't throw for 100 yards per game. I mean, Josh Allen did it twice. One of the games he was injured and probably would have thrown for more, but I mean, this, this team doesn't throw the ball as much as they kind of want to. They're still very much a team. Well, let me rephrase. They're a team that's trying to throw the ball. They just can't throw the ball right now yeah. because they don't have a quarterback that can throw the ball. I mean, they are the Bills the Bills continue to build this team. Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean want to build this team based around the run. And Which I think is so old school and it's a that it's says, dinosaur. It says booby. The license <laughs> play was eight zero zero eight E. Booby. Anyways. I think if you are an NFL executive and or head coach in 2018 that is trying to build your team based around the run, you need to shit in your hand and clap because you are a moron. Even the Rams have the best running back in the league. But they have a young quarterback who can sling the ball. Their offense is still built around the pass. Yes, exactly. Build your offense around the... I mean, granted, you can't even build your offense around the run when you can't block... So your future Hall of Fame running back, yeah, I said it, LeSean McCoy is a Hall of Famer. Don't at, at, the, me. at, at this rate, he is. Yeah, he absolutely probably. is. When he's averaging, you know, two point six or whatever yards a carry, because your offensive line can't create a hole. 
What are you doing? Mm-hmm. You can't. I mean, Josh Allen's had the opportunity to throw the ball, um, had some time, and when he's had the time, he's not made the, the the best of calls. No, whatever. He's young. He'll learn. Hopefully, hopefully if not. He'll he'll be JP Lossman again. But <laughs> Derek Anderson got a concussion. He got banged up. So now you've got uh, to, to throw Nathan Peterman Nathan back in Peterman the mix. Nathan Peterman back in. You've got Matt Barkley as your backup quarterback. I mean, yeah. You did it. To, I said it a couple weeks ago on Trust the Podcast. You did it to yourself, Buffalo. You put yourself in this position in this situation. If you had an adequate enough backup quarterback, uh, God forbid you go out and you know do your homework and, and get an actual guy who can play quarterback like Colin Kaepernick. I don't know. Oh wait, no, I forgot. He's he's not. He sucks, right? Because he led the 49ers to the Super Bowl. He's terrible. So uh, never scratch that. He's he's a really bad quarterback. Um, if you go out and found a competent backup quarterback who wasn't intercepting the ball or throwing interceptions at an historic pace, um, yeah. as, as mentioned, if Nathan Peterman were to start every game in a season, he would have thrown roughly 69 interceptions. Like, that's nice. not good. Nice? Not good. Okay, at so, all. so not nice. Bad nice. Okay, bad nice. Bad nice. Okay. He's not good. They've done a very bad job of surrounding anybody with Now, look at it. If they go out this offseason and they do what the Rams did and they go out and, and the Rams go out and get Brandon Cups, yep. they make sure to sign. I mean, this was different offseasons, but upgrade their offensive line. They go out and, and, and get weapons for uh, Jared Goff. Yep. I mean, that's what you have to do for Josh Allen because even if Josh Allen's not the guy, you got to give it your all. Well, look at what the Bears did with Mitch Trubisky. They went yeah. out and got him a ton of talent. But here's the thing, even... And the Bears perfect. are the NFC North leading team right now. That, and they're coming to Buffalo to play the Bills. That's a perfect example. Who knows if Mitch Trubisky is even the guy in Chicago? But they're trusting him as if he is the future of that team. Yeah, but they're giving him the opportunity to exactly. say, look, our defense is badass. They've regressed a little. Mm-hmm. Our defense is badass. Our offense has enough weapons... To help you help it be mm-hmm. good. And if he doesn't do it, they'll find someone else who can. The Buffalo Bills aren't doing that. No. No. No, they haven't surrounded their 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 young quarterback or their whoever they want to play a quarterback because it was Nathan Peterman. Then it's Josh Allen. Now it's, you know, then it was Derek Anderson. Now it's Nathan Peterman again. And it's probably gonna be Matt Barkley next week after after Peterman throws like eight interceptions against Chicago. It's it, Man, it, it's just like, when are you going to give your team the best shot? Because, I mean, it, it's just like, yeah, LaShawn McCoy's a great running back, but he's 30 years old, and the offensive line is terrible. And then you have a you have your wide receiver options of Andre Mahomes, Kelvin Benjamin. Holmes, uh, you're okay. You got Pat Mahomes on your mind. Zay Jones has been better. I, been I, I've really liked how Zay Jones has come uh, come along this season. He's he's been a big bright spot for the Bills' offense. But if you're not getting him the ball, who are you getting the ball? Charles Clay is an okay tight end. He's not great, but it's like those type of players like Charles Clay probably won't be here next year. They're going to probably try and cut him to make more money. Or to free up more money for the team. Andre Holmes, I would really hope he's not here next year. Calvin Benjamin's definitely not coming back, I don't think. Yeah, I would hope not. Unless he has a completely, you know, completely switches 180 change of heart. Unless he remembers how to catch the goddamn football. Yeah. Well, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, we I don't want to talk too much about the Bills because we do talk about the Bills a lot on Trust the Podcast, hence the reason we have a specific podcast for it. But, hey, yes. you know. 
I just yes. wanted to clear that up because I know John. I, I love John. He's a he's a good friend, family. I would say, but I know he's a Jets fan, and I feel like sometimes <laughs> outside looking in, they don't understand it. Well, they have Sam Darnold, who's hasn't looked all world, but you know, it's more of a safer pick, I think, for sure. Yeah, but yeah. We're I almost mean, back. We're almost back to Batavia. We're actually just seeing the signs for Batavia Downs Exit Forty Eight, which we got to go sometime. Drink I'm, some beers. Uh, you can get some really big old beers at the, for winners only. Yeah, you can get the really big beers at uh, Thurman Thomas's bar. Thurman's go, good guy. You go gamble. Yep. And then come back. It was it was WGR night last night, and I couldn't even go. Where at? That Batavia Downs. Did I totally miss it? Yeah, I missed it too. What the hell, man? Who was well, sorry? Who was there? I had, to, I had to work. Everybody was there. Not everybody, but there were you know the the probably a lot of the main guys were. Oh. I could have showed up and said, "Who wants to see my pizza penis?" I'm pretty sure that nobody would have wanted to. <laughs> That's terrible. I shouldn't have put that on the radio. Whatever. We could just completely edit that out. Just not put this podcast or, up. Or, yeah, exactly. Or just blurt it out and bleep it out. Yeah. With a lot of the things that we've said because we've we've dropped a lot of naughty words, which yeah, which is weird for me because you know me. I'm a guy that does not like to say a lot of that stuff because I do like to just be more of a radio guy. I try to be professional too, but sometimes it just happens. I used to, in the, in the earlier BLTD podcasts. <laughs> in the earlier like BD, a, BLTD, it was like... It's like a it, filth fest. No censorship. Yeah, it's a filth fest over there, but... I, I always try to keep my cool, but I've dropped a few, you know, okay. bad words today. That's okay. Uh, we're driving in the car. We're just, little, yeah, exactly. Road rage. Road rage. We're yeah. all... I mean, I'm. I, you're driving, I'm riding passenger, but I, I feel that rage. I feel the rage. I feel the rage rolling through my body. I think we're going to go get some lunch. We're just getting off the exit. We're going over the ramp right now. Going to get some pizza and then watch the Sabres game and then go out to Rochester for the Amherst game tonight. Yeah. Lots of hockey all the all the time. Yes, indeed. Lots and lots of hockey. But with that being said, we're rolling up to the Easy Pass or the prepaid tolls. I don't want to give Easy Pass any free promo. They don't give me any money. <laughs> but uh, I am Ryan Wolf at WolfBLTD. Brayton is at BJ Wilson WGR. We are better alive than dead. And you are not. We will catch you sometime very soon. Thanks again for tuning in, friends. Bye. The preceding presentation has been brought to you by The Gear Network. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.